guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. I hope you're enjoying this Alenton journey through our Emerge 2020 podcast and are developing a closer relationship with God. Through this past week, we have learned to rest in God's love, make time for a daily spiritual routine, and connect with God on a deeper level of friendship through prayer. As you continue to enhance your relationship with God and choose to live a faith-centered life, I hope you enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is day 11. It's Monday morning. We're ready to start off another week. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's raining here and it's so nice and refreshing. Um, It's been very dusty lately. So welcome to day 11. We're going to learn about how to pay attention to our own lives and to live a life that's more connected with God. All right, so let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for the vast array of feelings and emotions that you allow me to experience. Teach me to listen to the dissatisfaction in my life and discover what you are saying to me through it. Then give me the courage and boldness to do something about it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today we learn about St. Francis of Assisi, and I have to admit, guys, I don't look too far ahead. I really just look at the next day after I've done um, our morning recordings, and uh, I had no idea that St. Francis of Assisi was actually going to be in here. And so um, even though I've already talked about my experience uh, when I went to Assisi and experienced uh, St. Francis and how that truly changed my life. I had no idea, or I guess I should say, I didn't remember um, what St. Francis of Assisi really stood for and what his life was like. Um, I just remember that experience that I had when I went there. Um, And so it's amazing to hear uh, the reflections in our book today uh, in Rediscover the Saints. So, um, so St. Francis of Assisi, we learn in this book, and if you've done any, um, Uh, reading about his life. He was a wild one. He liked to have a good time. He um, maybe took things a little bit too far and he was um, the life of the party. So everyone liked to be around him. He liked to um, celebrate and party and all of that. However, he still felt internally that his life wasn't really fulfilled. So the question to him was, what should I be doing? Maybe I should be looking more towards God. And so he just went on this path of um, looking more internally and and praying a lot more. And he started to listen to what God was calling him to do. And when he did that, then he found that God kept telling him to build the church, to rebuild the church. So he was in Italy. Assisi is um, located, I would say, two hours north of of Rome. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that, but um, it is in the northern part of Italy. And so he was feeling more called to, um, to rebuild the church. So he physically did that. That's what he thought God was calling him to do. And so he listened and he was building this church and he built the church and got it done. And he said, okay, God, I'm all done. I, I listened to you. I did what you said. Now what? And he felt God continuing to speak to him. And so he said, what now, God? What do you want me to do now? 
and he kept hearing rebuild the church and then he took that more uh, theoretically in that he needed to help rebuild the church to bring people back together and I would say that is one of the callings that I've felt having grown up in the Lutheran church being exposed to many different religions um, and then joining the Catholic church studying in Rome I have continuously felt this calling that um, we're being called to rebuild the church. And that's not to mean to physically rebuild a church, but to bring people back together as one in Christianity. Christianity is the most splintered religion um, on our earth. And when we look at how can we bring each other back, how can we break down those barriers that separate us from one denomination to another, and just focus on God's love and to love one another. I get it. There are a lot of different um, views on different things, but those many of those things are man-made. And so how can we come back together as one? And so in, in deciding how I would um, go through this Lent journey, I had constantly thought about doing a Bible study. And so I kept feeling this call that I should do this Bible study and I should bring people together within our parish. But I have also felt like I was connected to so many people from so all over. And one thing that really connected us was sharing of our faith. And whether that's from wh whatever denomination you're in, I felt this calling that so many of us had that same foundational faith or foundation built in faith and that I wanted us to bring us all together again. And so I encourage you to, to read more about St. Francis of Assisi and how we come back together as one in Christianity. And we quit worrying about all of these man-made things because I think, you know, that, that was the goal of the devil, to separate us, to splinter us, because if we're all as one and united in Christianity, we are a force to be reckoned with. And we can truly change this world. But when we're so splintered and allow those differences to separate us, we become less powerful. And I don't necessarily mean powerful in taking over the world per se, but it's power in uniting one another and showing love towards one another. So think about how on this week, how you might be able to um, connect with others who may not believe exactly the same as you, but you know that they're rooted in Christianity and they have the best interest in mind to help support one another. Because although living the fun and wild life um, might be exciting, it's not necessarily fulfilling. So we must come back to our faith and to showcase that love towards one another and towards ourselves. So how can we respond instead of react? So if there are things happening in our life um, that we're not necessarily as excited about and we react to those things, a reaction is kind of that immediate um, immediate response, if you will, um, that something that we're not happy with, we react to right away and we get mad and we um, tend to take that to the next next level and making it worse than it really was. Instead of thinking about how could we respond, how could we make it better? So that reaction is kind of that immediate response, whereas if we think about how could we respond, it's how could we make things better given uh, the situation that we're in. So if you've heard of the term make lemons or lemonade out of lemons, 
if you're handed lemons that are sour and not as, as good as you'd like them to me to be, let's make lemonade out of that. How can we make our situation better um, given the circumstances? So think about how is God calling you to live a better life? One thing that I read in the book um, that really stood out to me is it's time to pay attention to the story you are writing with your life. Great stories move people. And if yours isn't inspiring you, then it probably isn't going to inspire anyone else. It's time to live a life that intrigues people, one that challenges people to rethink their own lives. It's time to live a life that fascinates people, a life that moves people. So how can we, in our daily lives, we're not asked to, to go out and be preachers um, necessarily or um, become priests uh, or, or become very much holy. We're called to take the gifts that we're given to transform not only our lives, but the lives of those around us. So how can you take those seeds of greatness that have been instilled within us? They also say the human spirit may be asleep, but it's not dead. Let's awaken the greatness of the human spirit, starting with you and me. Wake up that spirit that's within you and start to live your life on a whole new level. So think about St. Francis of Assisi as we go throughout this next week. How has he taken his life and changed his life, even though he was a life of fun and he was probably connected with many, many people? What he did was listen to God's calling to rebuild the church. So think about that. How could you be listening to what's, what God's calling you to do to make a difference not only for yourself, but for others? Because we all carry the seeds of greatness within us. Sometimes that greatness manifests in extraordinary things. But most of the time, that greatness of God manifests itself in, through ordinary things that are being done with great love. So whether that's through your job, whether that's through your presence with your family members, um, maybe it's taking care of a grandchild, maybe if it's um, going on a walk with your children, um, maybe it's just saying hello to somebody you pass by on the street. What are the things that you can do to spread God's love? It doesn't have to be uh, out of this world crazy and exciting. What it has to be is truly genuine and showing God's love exists to those who may not feel it anymore. And so think about that life. Think about those experiences I shared with you by going to Assisi and how I was truly transformed. Had no idea I would be, had no expectations, and we went there. To me, it was just another church. But when I walked inside, having been in all of these other churches that were so glamorous and so beautiful, all of the marble, all of the stone, and the ornate detail taken, and the amount of money that had to have been spent on all these churches, when I walked into um, the church of St. Francis of Assisi, it was plain, it was simple, and that is what moved me most. So think about that in your daily lives, how it doesn't need to be so grandeur and so absolutely elaborate and every detail taken care of. Sometimes the most simple things, sometimes the, the moments that we take that are just natural are the ones that will make the most impact. Just simply taking time out of your daily busy life um, to recognize one another and to make time for one another. And that can truly transform our world today. 
So as we close today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, inspire us to care more about our friendship with you and about our accomplishments in this world. Help us to make our time together each day sacred and non-negotiable touchstone of daily life. Teach us how to be good friends to others. Teach us how to live in the moment and to love you and show that love towards one another. Break down those barriers that we've established that separate us and come together in God's love and Christianity. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Think about how you might be able to transform the world with the gifts you're given and listen to what God has in store for you today. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.